This is a Sarcasm and Sassy podcast. Where we talk all things nostalgia and pop culture. New episode is out every Thursday. And don't forget to like, share and comment on our socials. Good morning, Sass crew. Happy Thursday or Fascinators. I can't remember what it was now. Sass crew or Fascinators. Happy Thursday as always. I am solo today because Joe has got some uni, last minute uni things to do before he graduates. So you have me. Get excited. We're going to have a great episode. Um, if you're if you're on Instagram and you're sort of going to watch the reel that I post, I have got our pillow here for inspiration. There you are, Joe. Enjoy. And I've got my hoodie on. I'm feeling just very professional. Like we're legit. This is happening. <laughs> like we're good um I've got a pretty fun episode today in my opinion um doing all things tv shows and just life in general um so yeah but as always I'll start off with what am I drinking today so today I'm actually really excited for this I can smell it when I opened the lid um I have got a protein smoothie no added sugar because you know calories 30 grams of whole protein, and it is banana, honey, and cinnamon. Like, yeah, protein smoothie. Rock, rock by farm, rock, rock bee farm. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, let's give it a crack. It smells really good. Oh, I actually like that. I'm like, I'm going to sit just in case. That's actually not bad. Low lactose, fresh milk. I don't know. I actually think that's quite nice. It literally tastes like a banana milkshake, but just not as milky, which is probably good if someone doesn't really like milk. But I love milk. I love full cream. I'm like, give me all of that dairy. But that was nice. I Yeah, I would drink that. You can definitely taste the honey and the cinnamon as well the more you drink it. So, yeah. All right. We love a good drink for that morning. Oh, well, where, like, where to begin with this episode? I just want to sort of touch base and just, like, I had a really wholesome weekend. I didn't leave my house except to go to the gym. Or walk the dog. I literally was home for like three days straight. And I just really loved it. You know when you just have those days where you mop, vacuum, rearrange your furniture, chuck your candles on and your incense, put like a show on in the background, which is what I did. I, I think I, as I'm having a really nice wholesome day in my house, I've got Geordie Shore on in the background. <laughs> but that... <laughs> So that was great. Like, it always makes me feel better sometimes. Like, if I'm ever, like, feeling hungover, I watch Geordie Shaw because I'm like, you know what? My life's not that bad when I compare it to what they have just all gone through. But, yeah, it was just, like, a really nice weekend. My floors are just so clean. And then it was just – I just sat there and just, like, serenity and zen. And, like, Mia was happy. She was, like, in her bed just snoozing. And, like, I had the back door open. So, she's just running in and out. And it was just, like, really, really nice. I feel like 
I thrive in this weather. I peak, I thrive. Like I've got my doors open, windows open, even though it's getting cold. I just love this weather, the overcasts. Even a morning like this, it is sunny, but it's still chilly. So I'm like, I get to like rug up and wear like my slippers and my Uggs and just be cozy. So I really do thrive in this weather. Which brings me to what I have been watching during this time in my life. So, firstly, I've been watching 7th Heaven. And for any of you guys that don't remember that show, like, it wasn't really, like, massive in Australia. I don't even know how I know it. I just, I love TV. So, I think I just, I've watched it years ago. And then... I think it was like 2020 or 2019. I really wanted to buy the box set so that I could actually watch it because I had no streaming platforms. And then when, oh no, earlier than that, it must have been like 2017 even. So I went to JB Hi-Fi because it's obviously before like Netflix and everything was like a massive thing. I was still buying all my box sets. Like I love them. I went to JB Hi-Fi. I think I had seasons like one to five on DVD at that point. And then I went to JB Hi-Fi and I was like, oh, can I order like season six to 11? And they were like, you actually can't get that in Australia. And I was like, what? It's been out since 2007. Like, I can't get that in Australia. She was like, no, you have to like either go to America or like get it sent somehow. I don't know. I was just like, what the fuck? Okay. And then in 2017, we went to America and I bought all the seasons. I think I bought them on Amazon while in the US and got it delivered to my friend's house before we left hers. Because over there, it literally was on the doorstep within like a day or two from Amazon, all the last six to 11 seasons. I was like, this is brilliant. But then obviously it's in their region. I think they're like region one and we're region four, something like that. I went and got a universal dvd player i've got two actually one in the theater one in the living room so i can actually watch my american dvds so that's just that just seems like a piss about but for me it's worth it and i'm really glad i have it and <laughs> it's great but it is on uh i think paramount plus and i've got that so i did watch it on there for streaming for now but if they ever take it away from the streaming i can still watch it and it's just a really wholesome show um however my opinion i do think they should have ended at season 10 that wrapped up really well all the cast came back for it because prior to that season a few of the main had left for their personal reasons so they all came back for season 10 for simon's wedding um which was great but then they proceeded with season 11 I think they wanted to just wrap up season 11 just to kind of be like, you know, after a 10-year, like, family-loving, America-favourite show, we'll just have one last bang and one last hurrah. But they, they really should have stopped at season 10 because they had to have budget cuts for season 11, which means some of the main cast weren't in the first five to six episodes of the season and there was 22 episodes. So they really cut back on the budget and at the same time Aaron Spelling so season 10 ended in 2007 in May Aaron Spelling passed away in June 2006 so like he was there oh sorry season 11 ended in 2007 my bad season 10 finished in May 2006 and then Aaron Spelling passed away in June 2000 
relationship. Like, so he finished up season 10. So, like, he passed away in real life. All the cast members had come back. It just felt like, like the moment was right. But they reckon they were losing millions of dollars because the show was just losing ratings. So that's why they did budget cuts season for season 11. But they just should have left it. That's my opinion. But other than that, I love the show. It's amazing. So I finally finished all 11 seasons. And, like, I said it to people and they're just like, how could you have watched 11 seasons? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I get invested and I just, sometimes I sit on my phone, but, yeah, really good. So I finished that. I'm done. And then, like, I get really sad when I've got, like, nothing else to watch. Like, I've become invested in these people and, like, their lives for 11 seasons. That's a good few months right there. So I was like, oh, what do I watch now? So then the new season of Selling Sunset season six came out and I've watched the other five seasons as well. So yeah, I smashed that out in like a day. But I have some like little like opinions on it because I read before watching it a lot of comments saying how boring it is and how um, like it's not really real estate anymore. It's more just about the drama and like their outfit looks. Which, reality TV, yes, you want drama, but at the same time, with Selling Sunset, I personally, and a lot of people agree, I want to see the million-dollar houses. I want to see the inside of a $75 million house, Davina. <laughs> like, I want to see the inside of all these lavish bathrooms and showers and backyards. I love looking at the pool area and seeing, like, what they've got going on. And then, you know, a $2 million house versus a $40 million. I'm like, $2 million? Povo? Like, you're not rich. You're poor. <laughs> not really, but that's just how I feel. So I do agree with that. I feel like it should have been more real estate because after I finished season six, I went back to watch season one again and you can see the difference in, like, everything. Because they, they would just dress nice. You know, they, they would dress nice like real estate agents, like they're on TV, like really nice. But now they're like extra, like extra, extra. So it's just kind of like taken away from the real estate. And if anyone didn't know, like there's actually a lot more agents that are in the Oppenheim group in that aren't on the show because they don't want to be on film. So like there's, I think there's like, I think I read something like 20 or something agents and there's only like seven of them on the show. So fun fact. There's heaps of them there. And then I was watching in season one and I was like, there's a guy behind Davina. I'm like, there's one of them. There's one of the ones that doesn't want to be recorded. I see you. <laughs> I see you, bestie. So, yeah, but they were, they were like real well known to do the area of Hollywood and Beverly Hills and things like that, which is why they got the show. And the show is from the producers of The Hills, which we all know how The Hills ended up. So I'm kind of like, is, it, is anything real? I don't know. Probably not. But they reckon, they claim that the drama is real. And I'm like, okay. The season without Christina, I don't know, like, I, like I kind of noticed that she wasn't there, but at the same time she was sort of like drifting away from season five. So, like, I think I was, like, getting used to her not being there. So when it got to season six, I was like, well, I don't really miss you. So she's kind of, like, gone. But I have been listening to podcasts that she's done interviews on and like hearing her side I'm like interesting like she's basically saying what they all do is like 
it's not what it seems, they edited, that's not what I said, rah, rah, rah. Um, on the last episode of season five, they had um, an event and she had literally just given birth to her son like a week before and it was a really traumatic birth. So she was still like processing and healing. She had the baby, like he's fine. And, but she was like a really traumatic birth. Like she nearly died, apparently he nearly died. The husband had to make a decision on who he wanted to save. Like she was saying on the podcast, it was very traumatic. But the producers were like, just not really sympathetic. And they were like, well, we need you to be at this party. Like just, you need to be there. And then the minute she got got there, she got like ambushed. And then she was like, I don't need this shit. I'm out. So sh- that's like, from the show point of view, we're seeing Christina's a bitch. Like she didn't want to be there. Like what a sad sack. But then for her, it's like, well, I've just had this traumatic birth. I don't really want to be socializing and out about just yet. Because people say it all the time. It's like, when you had your baby, they're like, I didn't leave my house for a month because I couldn't be bothered. Like, it was just too overwhelming. And I'm like, fair enough. So imagine having to get so dressed up and go to an event on TV. And now it's just on Netflix for the world to see. That would be a struggle. So I'm very, I have really mixed feelings about the whole Christina. Christine? Christina. Christine. Oh, my God. You idiot. Can't remember now. I think Christine. Oh, God, isn't that bad? Oh, well. She's gone now. Doesn't matter. Um, the next person on Selling Sunset is Chriselle. I don't know. People, like, she's a fan favourite. Like, big time. Um, I like Chriselle. But, I don't know. She just felt different this season. And, like, because obviously she's now with G Flip. And they are together and doing their thing. I think... I think Chriselle's sort of, like, moving away. Like, I don't think she's got many more seasons left in her because she just wants to be with G-Flip all the time and G-Flip's obviously from Australia and she does all, like, touring and things. So I feel like I feel like she's leaving soon, but she's sort of just doing the show just because. But she did bring G-Flip onto season six. So they're obviously getting serious. But I don't know, Chriselle... I don't know. She, I, don't, I just don't know. How, I don't know how to explain it this season. I just felt like she, did like almost didn't want to be there, but she had to be there. And yeah, because she was working from home. So with the Oppenheim group, you don't actually have to go into the office. You can work from home. That's why when they come in, it's like, do you know if such and such is coming in today? Or like, oh hi, I wasn't wasn't sure if you're coming in today because they don't have to. They they can work from home. So when Jason and Chriselle broke up, she would work from home because she didn't want to face him. And obviously he had a new girlfriend. She's a G-Flip. And then she finally comes in, but obviously because they're back to filming. But other than that, they literally probably don't see each other if they're not filming unless they're friends. So that was a little fun fact. Um, Heather announced that she was not invited back for season seven. Um, she's just like thirsty. She's just thirsty AF. Like she just... She just wants to be on TV but not be part of anything. And I don't know. She's just thirsty. I don't – she's – the things, the outfits she was wearing and just, you know, a lot of people get pregnant, but she's just, like, extra. I don't know. I didn't mind her in the early seasons, but now – there's just something about her where it's like she she can handle conflict, but I feel like it's just not – she's just not really necessary. Like, I think if she were to be not be on the show – 
we would survive. I like Jason. I mean, he's a boss. He's an owner. He's like, he's their friend, but he's also like in charge. So what he says goes, I feel that way. Um, I love Mary. She got a little bit of hate this season for taking, um, I didn't even write the new girl's name down. That's how relevant she was. No, I can't remember. She, like, uh, Mary just was on the outskirts and everyone was really annoyed about that. But I feel like she's a manager. She is your friend, but she now has to be a manager as well. She's, like, up there with Jason. So she wasn't really on the show as much, I found. She's definitely becoming, like, her own independent, probably doesn't really need the show, making good money. Like, she's just there, but not really there. But I love her and she's so, like, sensitive and just – she still feels humble even though she's been on it for six seasons. Emma, I like Emma. She's all right. Nothing too crazy about her. Amanza, I like Amanza. I like Amanza and Mary's relationship. They're really great. Davina, she wasn't really in it. I don't really know why she was on the cover. She was just there. Chelsea, though, I don't like Chelsea. I just, someone posted um, a video, I think it was on Instagram, may have been TikTok, but I think it was Insta, like showing the befores and after. Oh, my God, she looks so different. It's amazing what TV and money can do because she literally just looked like a nice, like, real estate woman, just, just like, you know, presentable. Now, she wants to make sure she has the most iconic outfit. She's like, body, yoddy, yoddy, out here looking, trying to be like the new Christine. Christina? I'm still shook. I'm like, which one is it? Um, And she's just starting unnecessary drama with the new girl, Brie. I don't really know what's going on there. It's, yeah, I don't know. Chelsea, she just rubs me up the wrong way. I don't hate her, but she's definitely not a fan fave. I'm not actually sure why she was invited back. I feel like if she keeps going with this Brie storyline, she's not going to be invited back soon. That's like, period. Like, they'll be like, you're boring. You, you've got to go. And then Brie. Yeah. So Brie is Nick Cannon's baby mama of like number 10, child number 10. Um, the son's name is a legendary love. Now, we, we did talk about Nick Cannon's children's names in, like, an episode way back. But, yeah, so she's had Legendary. Um, so she does talk a bit about their relationship. And she actually says on the show, and so this is, like, a bit, like, cray-cray. But she says, Nick doesn't have to pay child support after having 10 kids. The courts declare after... Um, that someone in his position can't afford to pay that much in child support, so they just waiver it. That's like, it, it, it makes sense, right? Because it's like, why does he have 12 kids? But then at the same time, why would you not, if you, after 10, you can just not pay child support and you could just have all these children and then when they get older, they'll look after you and like, you're set for life, really. So, like, I mean... Well, how could you be mad? You're like, you don't pay child support. Like, you pay it for nine. The minute you have ten, bye. But he still, like, is there for his kids and stuff. However, Bree's lawyer has come out and said um, that it's not true. And he does pay maintenance, child support. And I'm like, interesting. So, something's obviously kicked off. 
and she's now had to take back her words even though it's on the show like it's been said people are looking into it like it's been said so not too sure with that one I'm just like it makes sense though because 12 kids but on the show as well he had his like 11th kid with another baby mama and Brie found out on the show and then Chelsea told everyone um so I was like oh that is some tea but at the end of the day they like Brie's pretty much said like they're not in a full relationship but they are like together but like he can do what he wants she can do what she wants she just obviously didn't expect him to get somebody else pregnant so soon I think like that probably hurts a bit because she obviously wouldn't have done that but I think for him he was just like having a good time but he he's still going on about how Mariah Carey is his end game and how he still wants to be with Mariah Carey so because he's got two children with her he said in a podcast that, yeah, like, he would love to get back with her. But I don't know if Mariah's on the same page. I think she's just out there living her own life. So, yeah. I don't know. Season seven. Probably going to be some tea. But if we're still doing the Writer's Guide America, we're not getting no shows for so long. So, better start rewatching what you've already watched. That's for sure. So, that's Selling Sunset and a few of my opinions. Wrapping that up. I, but I will say, if actually anyone relevant off the Selling Sunset listens to this, producers, like, just show more houses. I totally agree with that. I want more. I don't want to just see them at a house doing an opening at a party. I want to see all the bedrooms. I want to see all the downstairs, upstairs, outside, driveway, everything. I want to see the views. The views are amazing. So, note to self, I want to see more of that. Now, Yellow Jacket Season 2 finale, OMG. I'm not going to say too much about this because obviously, like, I don't want to spoil it because it is a new show. Um, but I'm so happy because the rumours are that they've actually been approved for, well, they, they have a five-season plan. So this is just Season 2 that's finished. So they, they are, like, saying... Three more seasons could be happening, which is going to be amazing because I hate when they cancel shows after two seasons. It's just rude and I want to know more. Still salty about Santa Clarita Diet. How could you do this to me? Salty as fuck. That could have gone so much further. Don't leave it on a cliffhanger if you felt like it couldn't. But Yellow Jacket Season 2 premiered on Friday last week and they're like, it's, it is so different from season one. Season one was when the flight, the plane crashed. It was summer. They obviously had food rations. There was animals to eat. And they were sort of just like surviving. But season two absolutely kicks off. I think they have new writers. All of a sudden, it's now like a bit more scary. Like a bit more eerie. Not like scary, scary, but eerie. There's like a lot of blood. Like, it's a bit gory, and the cannibalism takes it up a notch. Like, a whole notch. So, but there's still, like, a supernatural aspect that hasn't been declared. But season two is all about them in the winter. So, like, the animals are into hibernation, the food rations are minimising, and there's still a few girls there. Um... And it's just, it's the winter and they're out, they're out there for 19 months. So by the end of season two, 
they've still got like nine months to go and another winter. That's insane. And they're in the middle of Canada, just in the woods. But the way season two sort of ends is like there's like a there's like a massive fire. Won't say too much, but there's a fire. And like there's so much smoke that I feel like they could be rescued from that smoke. But then with the timeline, it's like but if they still got nine months left, then they're probably not gonna get rescued. But I don't know how they're gonna move forward from that cliffhanger they have left us on. Because I just I can't wait. But if we I I'm gonna have to wait till twenty twenty five. That's like the sad reality. And because I was like finished season two I've actually gone back and fully watched season one again to be like what did I miss I already missed the show I want to see all the connections and watching season one again straight after season two I missed so much and season two definitely makes more sense now of what actually went on for those girls um, and how that all happened but I'm very curious to know because Riverdale turned into a shit show I like didn't even get past season two because it started going supernatural weird shit and I was like season one was just about a mystery and a crime it was going to be such a vibe and they've gone for like six seasons and it's like are you kidding me you you really should just stop so everyone in the comments and like things that I've read have been like please don't Riverdale us and please don't lost us if you've not seen lost I think we've spoken about it. I'm going to tell it anyway. I still haven't seen it. This is what I've been told. But they're all dead. The season ending of six seasons of Lost is they are all dead. None of them survived. They all died. Episode one in the crash. What's the point in that? What is that? What is the point in that? Because they're all just dead. They, they're no happy end. Bye. No happy ending. So don't don't do that to Yellow Jackets. But I feel like the cast has been amazing. So far, the writing's been good. There's still unanswered questions. Um, so hopefully they get answered. Um, but yeah. Oh, and it's also culty. It's a bit of a cult-like as well. And you still don't know who survived. I reckon season four because season three will have to be if they don't get rescued they're still out in the wilderness for season three i feel like that's going to be what it is but season four i want to know what it's like when they get rescued i want to know what it's like when someone finally spots them how feral they've gotten and like going back to reality because season two episode one begins with them being like taken to an airport and getting on another plane to obviously take them home so I want to know what happens when they get home like they have just they just go back to school like normal like nothing happened like do they like still eat people like <laughs> like what what happened so a lot of unanswered questions but very 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 excited great show 10 out of 10 could be a top five of mine of all time if it ends well let's be honest so yeah, that's that. I also I've had a lot of time, guys. I have had a lot of time, and plus, when they come out week like episode for episode, week for week, you you can smash out a lot more. But I also have only half watched the Kardashian season three episode one. Um, I don't know why I didn't watch any more of it. Oh, I started watching the Geordie Shore reunion. <laughs> that's why. Um, yeah. So I've only watched half of it, but I will say the roller skating 
um, to Beyonce's cover in the beginning of episode one. Super cringy. However, Kim Kim K did say in the beginning, she was like, we just want to like make it like a video clip. Like, why not? Like, fair play, why not? <laughs> like, you guys have so much money. It's your show. If you want to have some corny intro song to roller skating, you do you, boo. But if anyone actually watched it, watch it again. Chloe is not roller skating. Like, everybody else, you see their full body roller skating. With her, she's like stomach up. She's not. I feel like she's just not on skate. <laughs> and then she's just using her feet to like push her in like a skating <laughs> skating way. So that I kept watching her and I was like, I can't unsee it. I could be wrong, but I definitely don't think she was roller skating. But weird intro, whatever. And then when Scott rocks up to Chloe's house just after that and he tries to get in and she has no doorbell. <laughs> and he's like, I must be poor. I still have a doorbell. Um, a doorknob. A doorknob. Not a doorbell, a doorknob. And I'm just like, how do you, like, they have to have a code to open their door. This is at Chloe's house, and I would imagine it's probably at all of their houses. A code to open the door, and then maybe they push it? It was a bit hard to see on the show, but I was just like, where's your doorknob? And Scott thought the same. I just thought that was funny to mention. He's like, I must be poor. Like, can relate. Absolutely can relate. But other than that, I haven't watched any more. I think I was like 15 minutes in. But the reviews on it have been good. Like everyone's sort of saying um, this season will kick off because Kim is going to talk more about Kanye. Chloe talks more about her surrogacy. And Courtney and Travis do have a spin-off show. Is it till I think it's like Till Death. Till or Till Death Do Us Part. I am not watching not watching like good luck chuck not watching so yeah but i they're just annoying but they also have claimed that this season will have a massive argument between kim and courtney again which you can see like the the rift between kim and chloe and courtney like they're they're def- like they might be family but they are not as tight as they once used to be ever since they had that like punch up <laughs> in like season 20 of the other series they they definitely have not been as close um because that's when courtney started to change and she's like you guys just don't respect my boundaries and all blah, blah, blah. she's always been my least favorite and she's always been annoying in my opinion <laughs> so but i think everyone thinks that as well um <coughs> and lastly Jordy shaw reunion speaking of that loved it it was really really sweet um, there was a few people that weren't there. Obviously, they were really hoping for Gaz to be there, but I honestly just think he's just doesn't want to be known for TV anymore. I think he's grateful for what it brought him, but he's an entrepreneur. Like he's got houses and buildings, and he's just he's just doing his own thing. Like he doesn't need the TV anymore. Um, so he's I, I he knew he wasn't going to be there. I like like Scotty T was there, Aaron was there. Obviously, Marnie just had a baby, so she wasn't there. But it was a really nice reunion. Holly got married. Charlotte like was pregnant, and Sophie was there. Sophie's just Sophie, but she is dating someone from The Only Way Is Essex now. So like, yes, I love a good crossover moment. That makes me happy for her. Um, and then obviously Holly's now pregnant, but they're filming season two of the Geordie Shore reunion i guess they're calling it i don't know if they're still calling it reunion but they filmed again so we'll see her pregnant now 
Um, but yeah, that was just a really nice show and that came out last year. So I was very late to the party. And then I started watching Geordie Shaw from the beginning again. Because <laughs> it's just, I love it so much. I love trash TV. Like you just, like you switch your brain off. You don't have to think about anything. And you can just watch them being crazy. And it's great. So yeah, let let me know what you guys have been watching in the comments. Anything you guys want to recommend for me to watch, I'm I'm always up for that. Anything that I can help recommend for you, it's just my thing. Like if you're a client of mine, you come in the salon. One of the things people probably ask, like how, like you know, what's your favorite weather or something? I don't know. And I'm always like, are you watching much? What are you up to? Like, what are you what are you watching? What are you vibing? And it's so nice as well because like I've got clients who actually listen to my podcast. Shout out to you guys. And, like, it's really nice because, you know, people do ask, like, how's the podcast going and how's everything? Like, I love doing this. I think it's really fun. It's a great Thursday morning. It just gives me an opportunity to talk shit, really. Um, And I will say, like, it is hard when you have to record on your own because you kind of have to, like, keep momentum and, like, literally talk for yourself but luckily I do listen to a lot of podcasts that are solo operators so I yeah like I get little like tricks from tips from them and it's just great and I think (laughs) having podcasts is the best thing that could have come out of I don't know mostly 2020 because that's when a lot of podcasts started kicking off but it was around before them but the fact that I can sit here and say I have a podcast like I wear my like hoodie to the gym and I'm just like yeah it's my podcast merch I have a podcast like that, like, I love that for me. <laughs> Obviously, Joe too, but... <laughs> oh, where is he? We've lost him. There he is in the little pillow. Um, No, but obviously, it's just really nice. So, I thank everyone who listens. And we've actually had some new listeners lately. Don't worry. I can't see who you are. So, there's no pressure if you're a friend of ours that doesn't listen. It's no worries at all. But, like, we've had some new listeners. Um... And it's just really nice to feel like we're being supported and I'm just really grateful for the new listeners. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we're like not far off a thousand plays. In podcast world, that is like plays is just, yeah, how many times someone's listened to an episode, but not who. So we're nearly at a thousand. I'm like, oh, that is just amazing. Um, obviously, yeah, with the merch, I'm just keeping it to this Perth for now. Um, so that like I can get them made, sent, and then like just sort of like do a, a pick up or a drop off system, as I said in the video, because at the moment there's no website, and I literally can't put in my brain how to be like, yes, get it sent there and shipping and all that extra. So for now, like it is just staying for the Perth locals. So if you are someone who wants a hoodie or even a pillow, I can do different things. Um comment on our posts or dm us um that's really great i literally wear this everywhere i still do um i'm probably gonna get a few ones our slogan maybe like the what are you drinking today cute right it's like it's like our thing we're branded um so yeah and don't forget to follow us on our socials we're on twitter and we're on instagram share in your stories tell all your family and friends and just yeah listen to us and enjoy um I hope you guys have a beautiful weekend. Have a nice, wholesome weekend. And we will both be back next Thursday for whatever we decide to talk about. Um, yeah, and don't forget to rate and review 
on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts and Anchor and pretty much anywhere you listen to your podcast. So thanks so much, everyone. And yeah, I'll speak to you soon. Bye.